How are the whispers? Whispers. Whisper. Whisper. Oh, good, yeah. Good. Thanks for that. Set up. I've, nice I'm going to save mine for later after dinner. Mm. Like a good boy. That was, that was scary. <laughs> in preparation. It is quite scary in here. We've got a candle lit. Yeah. Should we turn the lights off, do it in the dark? No. <laughs> <laughs> we could do. Get torches under our chins. Yeah. <laughs> like a ghost story. Tell you a scary story. Do you like scary movies? Hello, join us if you dare for another bone-chilling edition of the Little Film Podcast. My name's Adam, and with me tonight is a hideous spectacle by the name of Dave. <laughs> Hello. And another hideous spectacle by the name of Ollie. Hello. Are you frightened? Only of your bad banter. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it's quite scary in this room. You've set, you've set it up in a sort of with a scary well, it's exactly atmosphere. exactly the same as usual, except I've lit a candle. <laughs> well, yeah, and I'm terrified as a result. <laughs> and the knights are drawing in, aren't yeah, they? The knights dark. are drawing you in. You wouldn't believe it, it's dark outside now. It's half six. It's all anyone's talking Mental. about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it's suitably scary in here because we're here to talk about Halloween, yep. the movie. No, uh, no Tony tonight? Too scared, wasn't he, to yeah. watch it? Well, we were all brave little soldiers, yeah. and we did go and watch this film. I actually went and watched it on my own again well done uh just me and a couple in the back row of the cinema awkward yeah sort of keeping an eye on them for canoodling we scream one yeah scream one scream one that's good scream one that is good yeah the the thought of this couple going to watch this (laughs) horror movie on their own and then like halfway through they turn around to see you just staring at them keeping an eye i'm just keeping an eye watch your hands well, yes, Halloween then, some truly terrifying stuff in store tonight. I'm a bit annoyed, actually, because listeners who heard our hereditary episode uh, may remember that I'm not a big fan of horror films. No. Uh, but I did go and see this one, but I feel like you guys tricked me into it by saying, do you want to come watch the new Mike Myers film? And I was like, yeah, sure, groovy, baby, yeah. And I said, <laughs> I'm always up for that. Uh, but it wasn't quite what I was expecting. You also got duped a bit by your uh, girlfriend's brother, who told you, don't worry, Adam, it's not a, it's not a horror film. It's a slasher. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. It's like, oh, that makes me feel much better. It's like, no, 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 it's not horror. No, it's slasher. Well, yeah, so Halloween then. This, what is this, the uh, sequel, reboot? That's it, maybe something we can talk about. Yeah, it's the 11th film in the Halloween franchise. But what's interesting about this one is that effectively the directors looked at the entire series, apart and apart from the first the original Halloween said that they're all not very good. So he, his vision was to do a film which was a direct sequel of the original. So 40 years after the original film took place, this is the setting for the new Halloween. So he's basically looked at all, not, well, ten, nine or ten other films and said, no. So it's not a, it's not a reboot. It's a, effectively a yeah, sequel to an original story. And interestingly, the third film the third Halloween 2 in that respect, and also the third Halloween film called Just Halloween. (laughs) It's not called Just Halloween. It's called Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Halloween 2 Fallen Kingdom. There's Halloween and then all the sequels. You know, you've got your 
H2O and your Halloween Resurrection, all that list. The Rob, Rob Zombies. Zombie came in and did Halloween and then Halloween 2. And now David Gordon Green has come in. Yeah, so he's, he's thrown all the other ones out the window and yeah. this is effectively a sequel to the, to the original. original. So yes. on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, there's uh, a very brief synopsis, which is Jamie Lee Curtis returns to her iconic role as Laurie Strode, who comes to her final confrontation with Michael Myers, the masked figure who has haunted her since she narrowly escaped his killing spree on Halloween night four decades ago. So that's, that's it. That's all the setup they're giving it. And that's all the setup we're going to give it. But we should say, as always, that we are going to be doing this review with spoilers. Ollie, I think you have got the scores from the critics. The aggregators. Mm. So uh, IMDb, 7.3. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 79%. And Metacritic, 67%. So that gives us a flavour of what people have been saying about it. But what do we three make of it? That's the key question. I know there's been some... Uh, some wavering going on from you to even as we press record you still hadn't made up your mind I'm what score to give it struggling i've got a score written down which i might what i might quite like to pressure on i'm gonna i'll say that score that i've written down because i wrote, wrote this down the day but like you dave i've sort of been wavering between scores but maybe we could do a little at the end like a little recap and see if our score changes based on what we discussed. That sounds absolutely fascinating, and I'd love to do that. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so why don't you st- why don't you start, Ollie, with your score out of ten? <sighs> okay, uh, six point five. Dave, I'm going to give it. Uh, I'm going to give it a five point five. <sighs> you looked pained as you said that. Mm. It looked like you'd. That was like an admission of defeat. Do you know when way. you're you're weighing up in your mind whether or not to review a film on how much you enjoyed it versus how good you think it is? This is one of those situations. Well, this is kind of a discussion that we've had mm. on the podcast before. Is like, how do you yeah. evaluate these films? How do you take into account? Is it just about pure enjoyment, or are you trying to see it as a movie? And I, I've kind of struggled with that a bit as well because, yeah, as I say, I'm not a big fan of horror films at all. So. I can't necessarily say that I enjoyed this, but I've tried to review it as a movie and I'm giving it five out of ten. There we go. So they're not actually that far apart, are they, these scores? No. Maybe not as bad as they could be. So, Ollie, I know you were quite excited about this film coming in. Yes. So how far did it live up to your expectations? I'm going to say from the outset, I think this is a quite a classic case of a film where a trailer is better than the film in that after watching the trailer i was very excited for this but it did that classic thing where it it showed too much of the film in the trailer and particularly all the best bits of the film i thought were in the trailer so i went in i came out i was underwhelmed actually something that i had as an expectation going into the film was i think i don't know if you'd read somewhere that it was going to be like this but you had said to us you'd been you'd said i hear it's going to be much more of like a psychological thriller type horror film so i went in thinking like oh okay cool it's going to be doing something very different whereas in fact it was a lot more on the nose like than i was expecting so it was a lot more like the original well that's something that i'm interested in really because i i yeah i've I've set my stool out. I'm not a horror film fan. I've I've not seen that many and I've not seen the the original Halloween or any of the subsequent sequels. So how how does it fit in with with the how similar is it to those originals? Do you know what I 
one thing that I did really admire about the film is clearly the director and I think probably the people who who wrote the film wrote the script and the production team clearly have a love for the original and they try a number of times to really bring that across in this film for me it, it didn't quite have the same tension and horror as the original it's weird because it didn't not once I would say not once in the film was I scared or it didn't make me jump which to be fair the original doesn't do a huge amount but there's something about the original it just grips you a lot more but how old were you when you watched the original um I saw it when I was younger probably about 15 or 16 but I've also seen it um more recently uh like a couple of years ago I think I rewatched it yeah I mean I've seen maybe five of the 11 Halloween films (laughs) it's not a bad effort to be Uh, fair (laughs) and this film is littered with references to all of them. I think, like, I, I saw an interview with Jamie Lee Curtis where she was just talking about, like, the Easter eggs. Like, oh, it would be really exciting for the fans of all the other films because you'll spot all these Easter eggs. And there are there are really obvious ones where there are things from the original film where they're sort of flipped, like her, like, Laurie outside, like, the classroom, like Michael Myers is in the first film, or, like, when someone falls from the second floor balcony and disappears it's it's all like yeah they're all like nods to the first one but even things like um halloween is it three or four like season of the witch like there's trick or treat characters which are wearing the same masks as their the characters in that um so yeah to your point like they do the the director and, and the filmmakers obviously really love those halloween films and have made lots and lots of nods to it but it is quite similar to all of them and I think in that respect, like a lot of people are sort of celebrating it as this like amazing return to form. But I think there's too many things which are similar to the first one and not necessarily as good because it kind of lacks that originality at this point. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like originality is like an important thing. I think for people who haven't seen maybe the original Halloween films who are coming into it fresh, who may be the 18 year olds now, for them, there'll probably be like a lot to love. But for people who've maybe grown up with the films, it's, di- it's more of like when a new Star Wars film comes out and you're like, ah, that's a nod to mm. such and such. Yeah, there's a danger when you're trying to do like an homage or like a tribute to something that you just end up doing it again. And then yeah. what's the point of that? Yeah. I describe it as safe, as in like... Not for the characters who get murdered, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but they've taken that formula, which has worked for a successful film franchise, but just not done as much. Because it's obviously a Bloomhouse production. Yeah. Um, is it Bloomhouse, Blumhouse, Bloomhouse? Blumhouse. Blumhouse. I think it's Jason, Jason Blum, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Let's just so keep saying Blumhouse for a they, 15 I, minutes. It just didn't quite go as far as I was hoping it would. And it, the other thing of it is we talked about the nods to the original. And I actually think this one's in parts grit, grittier than the original Halloween films, whether that be the violence, but also the actual way it's filmed. Like it, it looks, I think it looks really, really good. And one of the nods to the original a lot of the violence that happens is off screen. You, you see the sort of end of it or the, the remnants of it, if you like, but the actual act itself happens off screen. And that happens a lot in this where there's like maybe a tense moment where someone gets killed. But generally speaking, that's kind of, you're moved away from that. You just see the end, the end result of that. Apart from the, there's one particularly really great scene, um, which is probably my favourite sequence in the film, that's in the trailer which was ruined is when michael first turns up 
back home, back to town. And the camera follows him that one shot where he walks into the the sort of shed, picks up the hammer, walks into the kitchen, kills that woman, comes out. But he then kills. I hope that, that wasn't all in the trailer. Well, yeah. that's lo- brutal. A lo- well, a lot of that was in the trailer. But no, th- this is the thing again: the murder of that woman. You don't see it. You hear it, but you don't see it. And then he sort of follows his way through. But then you go to the next part of the sequence where he then goes into the other house where he kills the younger girl, mm. where you see the knife go through her face or her head. That just went a little too far. Yeah, I was going to say that, actually. That whole scene made me feel really uneasy and I was really pulled out of watching the film when that happened. Is this the the babysitter? Yeah. Not that, but it's when he's walking and it, the, sh- the camera follows him through different houses while he murders essentially mm. different people randomly mm. on the street. And I get the whole thing is they're trying to like scare the audience to be like, this could happen to anyone. Like he could get you, like you could just be sitting down to make dinner. But it felt unnecessarily nasty and it mm. felt like the filmmakers were just like, ah, got to get the kill count up because, yeah. you know, usually he only kills maybe three or four people in a film. And this is a really good opportunity for him just to kill like four or five people. It, I just, it felt un- yeah, unnecessarily well. horrible. The execution of that particular scene where the knife goes through her head, that's not accustomed to Halloween. It's much like that just seemed a bit over the top. Yeah. Like you could obviously tell it was, which it would be computer generated effects and it, that just didn't quite work for me it sort of took out the sort of not realism but it just detracted a bit from the sort of state that you were currently viewing that film in well and as you say as you're saying about that scene where you hear the woman get murdered but you don't see it a lot of the time things that happen off screen are much more frightening and more mm. chilling and in that scene where you then just see him stab a few people, you know, it's somehow, it actually has less impact, I think. It's not scary, is it? It's mm. just, just nasty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the, the three of us, we've we've all given it scores very much in that sort of middle range, 5, 5.5, 6.5. So we're, we're kind of in the middle on this film. So I was thinking maybe we could just talk about separately what's good in the film mm. and, and what's bad in the film. So starting with what's good, one thing I really enjoyed was the music the score and i know that this is that's the halloween music isn't it so it's maybe not something new for this film but i think it was used very well yeah it's got a definite stranger things vibe to it as well Mm. that it's been enhanced and updated with all these like synths and 80s electronic stuff and yeah it sounded and also the the whole I, i think the whole production on it was really good like visually audibly and the music was really really well done that play a big part in my school well the music interestingly is the only element of this film that john carpenter's been involved in so he you know wrote and directed and scored the original film and with this one uh, he spoke to the the film director when they were making it and he came back and remade the score with i think his son and either his godson and grandson but yeah they were saying they were trying to get that same vibe but like now they've got bigger budget and they can Mm. do stuff so like the piano is sharper and they've got like guitar in there and stuff like that but the music is amazing and the music's amazing in the first one as well that's probably the best thing that ties the two films together i was gonna say to you one of the things that really impressed me about the film and i use the word vibe like i Mm. thought the vibe of the film was really good and it had that like nostalgic 80s vibe to it although it was obviously set in the modern world yeah, and obviously the music played a big part. So I thought, yeah, I thought the score was fantastic. The guitar stuff sounded great at parts, like that really like heavy 
distorted, angry guitar sound was really, really cool. Yeah. As well as the music, one of the other things that ties the original film with this film together is Jamie Lee Curtis. And what did you what did you think of her performance? I thought with Jamie Lee Curtis, like it was great to see her back. It was good to have her family in it as well. But what I really struggle with, and this is maybe to the point about the fact that it's a jump from that first film to 40 years later, is I only really would buy her character in this film had all the other sequels happened. So locking herself away in this place that she's completely set up, like booby-trapped her house, like... Like Home Alone. Like, yeah, exactly like Home Alone. So she's like completely traumatised. Yeah, she? but yeah. 40 years later, this is what all she's trained all her life for. And she's like, yeah, Michael Myers is definitely going to come back for me. Definitely. Because actually, if you take the film as being just 40 years on from that first one, then there's not actually this long-running tit-for-tat or rivalry between the two of them. There is really just one very inconsequential night where she was very unlucky on Halloween in 1978. And I don't buy that the character would be so traumatised. Well, I buy a character would be incredibly traumatised by that, but not that they would then spend 40 years like yeah. training their granddaughter to shoot a gun. Well, that she's absolutely convinced that he's going to come back. Yeah, I find I, I found that really strange. Is That's that her, true. Is that her development you don't buy then? From like sort of scared babysitter to hardened badass. Yeah, I don't mind if she's she's like an empowered character and that she's changed because that almost happens at the end of the first, the original Halloween film. I just don't, I find it very strange that she's been locked away waiting and she has a house that's booby trapped with a cage, which will then blow up her entire house because she's like, oh yeah, he's definitely coming back here. Mm when we're being told that all the other sequels where he has been running into her or he's been maybe her brother, like all of that didn't happen. Mm. I, yeah, I, I I would agree with that. I think that a lot of that's obviously down to the, the writing and the narrative of the story, yeah, but I think the true. actual performance itself is really good. I thought she was really good. Strong yeah. And like... She's just giving it everything, yeah, isn't she? Yeah, and like, yeah. I've, I've got to admit, I've been a fan of her films in the past, like whether it's A Fish Called Wonder or it's True Lies or obviously the original Halloween this felt like a much more like matured, convincing performance than, than I've seen her do before. That's fair, actually. She she is good in it. I'm just, you're, you're right. It's more an issue, I think, with the writing yeah, of more, the character. More the, more the character than the performance. Exactly. I yeah. thought she was good. I thought I actually thought quite a lot of the performances were good. Like nothing, you know, nothing that's going to win any Oscars. But I thought, you know, not Dr. Sartain. Maybe though. not the doctor guys which we'll come back to. Or the podcasters. Yes. Should we be scared, by the way? <laughs> um, but I, I think Judy Greer as a daughter is quite yeah, good. Although really good. I was I was waiting for, at some point, the line, you know, at the end when she shoots him, I thought she was going to say, say goodbye, Michael, and say goodbye to these. Uh, but it, <laughs> unfortunately, that didn't happen. Um, it's an Arrested Development. Arrested you, development. Okay, did you... I wasn't overly sure about her role in that. She because she spends the entire film questioning and doubting her mum. Then she goes to being scared, but then she goes to being again a badass. Where you know when Michael then comes through the staircase, she's like, ah, "Got you," and then shoot. I think that's what she says, doesn't like she? Yeah. And then shoots him. She tricks him, doesn't Tricked she? The trick, yeah. 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 That was a bit didn't quite click for me. The only thing I'd say about that is like that. I could buy that because that's all her training mm. as a child mm, sort of true, coming yeah. into effect. Okay, and like, yeah. I think her mum, I think Jamie Lee Curtis says at some point in the film, or, or Laurie, giving her character's name, I don't care if she's happy or if she even likes me. I just want her to be prepared. Mm. 
And I guess that's kind of what happens in that moment. And then they're all vindicated. Mm. I quite liked all the like, in the sort of minor scenes, if you like, all this sort of interplay and, and banter, if you like, with, with the family and like mm. their, their whole like relationship and setup did seem quite genuine and quite real. I thought that was done quite well. It's a good family, family dynamic, yeah. except for the dad. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's really hard done well, we're, by we're, While we're on the subject of that, this is one of the things which bothered me quite a bit in that in this film is when he gets killed and when they escape the house they just completely forget about yeah. it and they're just like oh well we're safe they're see like, you later thank god yeah. we're all right yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they just like hang on this is like a character who the daughter is very close with and also his wife's very close with but they kind of just sort of it's just brushed it's just yeah. he's just forgotten about yeah, it's, it's like just, oh he's a bit of a pansy well yeah it just it just didn't have at times a lot of depth to the characters it was quite shallow it was a close run thing but luckily no one got hurt (laughs) no that wasn't such a great bit but i yeah i thought i thought i thought broadly speaking the performances were good and i thought the thing you're talking about with jamie lee curtis's character i agree it's maybe a bit of a stretch that she is expecting him michael myers to return but the idea of her being traumatized like the role that trauma plays in the film is quite interesting and it's not necessarily something that you get a lot in horror movies or it's like that idea of you know what happens after the end of the film um so that was interesting and there were there were various things that i thought like little specific moments that i thought were good there was one scene uh, that i really liked that i actually did find quite scary was that um, when he initially escapes from the bus crash when that oh, dad yeah. and son turn up and there's this sort of fog drifting across the road and that was like you said at times there was a lack of suspense there was definitely suspense mm. in that scene interesting as well that he kills a child in that scene which doesn't mm. happen a lot quite brutally yeah, as well. yeah yeah it doesn't that doesn't happen a lot the, the scene as well I wanted to mention the um in the room with the mannequins um right the, in the house yeah. i thought that was very good that was very tense the uh, I, the only two two things i'd say about that is firstly that scene with him murdering a teenager again is kind of when i talked about the film being nasty yeah, earlier. That's true, yeah. i think that was an example like when that happened i was just like that's pretty unpleasant mm. the scene with the mannequins why has she got loads of mannequins in that room <laughs> yeah. when she's luring him into this house because yeah. that's gonna you know he's gonna hide behind <laughs> that's one gonna of them scare her. that's a good point like yeah. you know clear out all the rooms don't leave anything in there so that if you go into them there's just a bloke in there and you're like you're hiding in this room that's true and that maybe speaks to one of my problems with the movie which was like at times it seemed that the characters behave in a way that they only they would only ever behave because they're in a movie yeah and yeah. that's certainly true of of Michael Myers like and we'll maybe talk more about his character in general but just like the fact that sometimes he'll just like stride into a kitchen and cut someone's throat straight away and then other times he'll hide in the babysitter's closet for like must have been like nearly an hour <laughs> just like waiting for her to open I the think, door I think yeah he's, yeah but I think he's with Laurie though that the whole thing of it's always always been like cat and mouse thing between him he enjoys the chase if you like he he likes to prolong that sort of yeah. yeah it just it just felt to me like he's gonna go and hide in that closet because that makes for a scary for a scene movie, it wasn't yeah. like a logic a logic to that and the, 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 the logic is maybe something that's a, a problem in general there were other two two other really good scenes i think that stood out for me one was the one with the light sensor in the back garden that was oh, one because yeah. well, that was a scene where i was like I know exactly what's going to happen. And even though it, like he got closer each time the light came back on. That's with the teenage boy. Yeah. Right? Teenage yeah. Boy, He's yeah, quite no. irritating. That yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't mind him getting killed. Um, but that was, that was quite That scary. was well done. Yeah. 
and that one i know like you say like it would only happen in a movie but like when he is hiding in the cupboard but it's switching between the boyfriend out in the garage and they've shown you the washing line Mm. where you think he might be hiding behind there because he does in the original halloween film or he could be upstairs in the cupboard the juxtaposition between those two Mm. uh, characters in that scene i thought was was good because it actually built up a level of suspense instead of him just going into every house and killing everyone it's like which one of these two people okay upon reflection as well like i did actually enjoy the the end scene if you like like michael's supposed death where they captured it and what i quite liked about it was i thought that michael myers actually looked really good in this film like the mask looked really really cool like really been working out yeah, hasn't yeah. he he's he's a big lad um but no the, the bit where they trap him and obviously the mask there's absolutely no emotion on that mask but you could tell that when he was looking at them he was saying you got me i thought that was well handled like mm. because there's always the thing that he's outsmarted everyone but in this case he's like no i'm done for here and you could you could tell that but that, that radiating between him and laurie as they're sort of staring each other down the the staircase i love that like being shot in the head wasn't enough <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or decapitated <laughs> One aspect that I quite liked, and I just from a couple of reviews that I read, I'm not sure everybody feels the same, and you you guys may feel differently, but I actually thought the device with the podcasters was quite good. So yeah, there's the podcasters at the beginning who are sort of making a podcast about his story. I mean, so straight away I was like, oh, a movie about a podcast, this is right up my street. (laughs) So I enjoyed it from that point of view. But also I thought it was quite a good, maybe any like kind of gestured towards it, but it's quite a good parody of a true crime podcast. Like the fact that, when they ring the bell at Laurie's outside Laurie's house, trying to get let in, she's like, "We're investigative journalists," you know, like, like the the idea that actually mm. a lot of these true crime podcasts, and I'm guilty of listening to them as much as anyone else. But is it because you're like this is brilliant investigative journalism that you know it's exposing the criminal justice system and maybe something we talked about? We were talking about this before we started recording, making a murder, these kinds of shows, or is it because actually? you know the, the the podcasters in the movie are like interested in the sort of salacious details and you know that kind of stuff that's it's a slightly problematic thing and i thought the movie did quite a good job of pointing that out in a in a subtle way yeah i thought the the idea of that was really good and it it, it helped it the film fit well into like culture today with as you said with that true crime podcasting unfortunately i felt the execution of it wasn't so good in that the actors who played the podcasters they were clearly running a bit low on the old acting budget and <laughs> didn't I for me they were just a bit annoying and although saying I think they that, were supposed to be annoying though weren't they so yeah but they seemed a bit naff is mm. the word I was looking for although I did enjoy the scene and I must say again it's in the trailer the, the scene in the, in the toilet where he comes in and drops all the teeth mm. um that was a pretty tense scene, but it's again, unfortunately, one that was spoiled because I'd already seen it and knew that was coming up. You've got to stop watching trailers, mate. Yeah, it no, really I'm, improves yeah, your yeah. experience of watching films. Yeah. I've got to say, I hadn't seen the trailer for this. And, yeah, but no, sorry, going back to your point, yeah, I thought that was a, that was a very good idea. I was a bit distracted though because I was trying to work out. I spent ages trying to work out if they use the same equipment as us. I was like, is that a Zoom H six? <laughs> um, but then also, I was like. There's no way, there's absolutely no way that they're picking up the voices. You know, the audio no. quality has got to be yeah. terrible on that. It's too far away. <laughs> um, they're using the magic number six on the uh, input volumes as well. <laughs> so those are all good things or things that we liked in the movie. What, what, you know, what, what was not so good? Dave, what kind of let it down for you a bit 
to, to drag your score down. I thought the ridiculousness of some of the writing, so as I say, like Dr. Sartain and his sort of the twist with him um, was all a bit of a nonsense. When um, he kills the cop and yeah, puts the mask on. Exactly. Again, I think people might argue that it's a nod to another one of the later Halloween sequels where he's actually, Michael Myers is the way he is because he's been indoctrinated by a satanic cult and is, anyway, all of that sort of nonsense. Let's put that to the side. I thought, I thought that was kind of weird. I, as I mentioned earlier, I thought a lot of it was very predictable. Um, and although I enjoyed the nods to previous Halloween films and other types of horror movies, like at the end, there's a big nod to sort of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre when they're in the back of the um, that pickup driving mm. off. It's pretty much the exact same shot as, as as in at the end of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's like the last shot of the movie, yeah, isn't with it? Yeah. Sally in the in the in the bed of the truck. But I think having those nods is one thing, but I think they detract from the film because you're just constantly like, ah, that was another film that I liked, or ah, that's a nod to like Halloween H two O, like that scene that you were talking about in the the garage bathroom i can't remember if it's halloween h2o or halloween resurrection off the top of my head but they have an almost identical scene in one of those films yeah this is something we talked about in a slightly different context on the ready player one episode where it's like references to things aren't in themselves like of value you know it's it's like a nice like addition to something but you can't have a whole whole movie that's just references this is an interesting experience for me or like i'm a different perspective to you because i haven't seen any of these movies that you're talking about so it was all new to me but if you're saying that a lot of these scenes you've essentially seen before that is a bit of a problem isn't it yeah and i think it's just it's not for a horror movie and we talked about this before we talked about other horror films it's not scary enough no and i think that that's at the end of the day if you're talking about a horror film it's got to be scary, whether it's a slasher film or not. Like, I've seen plenty of slasher films which are scary. The original Halloween is scarier than this one. The, re- the references didn't bother me so much in the film, I must say. The thing that kind of I struggled with at times was the actual tone of the film, in that the first Halloween's quite, I'd say, quite serious. It's a serious horror slash slasher film. But with this one, it sort of dipped in and out of comedy and horror in a, something like scream for example you know what you're getting with scream it's it's a horror com- with comedy elements yeah with this i wasn't expecting it to be i can't say i laughed a huge amount but it had that sort of comedic tone to it which i wasn't expecting so much all the sort of interactions with the um child that's being babysitted um and Quite sort like of ref- yeah it, it was it was funny and i thought the interaction worked well between the two those two characters but I just wanted a bit more, bit more grit, a bit more darkness, if but, you like. It was just a bit. And as too... Dave says, it, it was pretty nasty at times. Like it was, but it didn't. It's a pretty unpleasant moment. Yeah, I mean the head stomping scene's quite. <laughs> yeah, quite sure. nasty. I've actually forgotten about that bit. But, yeah. but it, that, what I mean was there was. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's head stomping, but <laughs> no, but it, it's more of a comedy, really. It, no, but it just dips. For me, it just dipped in and out of both a bit too much. Like I wanted a bit more of the dark gritty side as opposed to the funny side because halloween's never been or the original certainly didn't have comedy elements to it this one just seemed a little bit more light-hearted in places than i probably wanted hmm. what did you what did you think what what didn't you enjoy other than the fact that it was a, a horror film well again i'll i'll uh, preface this just by saying i haven't seen any of the other halloween movies so i'm sure this is the case in those movies too so it's not necessarily a criticism specific to this movie but maybe just to the series but 
I just found Mike Myers, Michael Myers, <laughs> uh, extremely uninteresting as a character. And I, I, I know this is like, this is the whole point of him, that he's almost faceless evil. He's just like the embodiment of evil. Like that's the whole idea and the idea of the mask and uh, all of that. But like, that only takes me so far. I just find there's no, I've mentioned the word logic. There's no logic to anything that he's doing. He just relentlessly kills people for no reason. And then, and then conveniently ends up in exactly the right places to murder or attempt to murder the characters that we care about. But he is essentially just wandering around killing people for no reason. And I suppose that is something that that type of person ha- does exist or has existed in the past, unfortunately. But to me, it just it just wasn't interesting. I just don't. I don't get what. I uh, yeah, I understand what you what. What do you make of the fact that he sort of borders between being a real person and almost like a supernatural person? Yeah, well, I was going to ask you that. I mean, is is he supposed to be supernatural? Because he gets shot like five times and hit by a car. Are we supposed to think that he's somehow supernatural? I think it's always been very unclear throughout mm. all of them. I'm sure... So I'm meant to be ambiguous. I'm yeah. sure that in the original Halloween film, it wasn't supposed to be so ridiculous like he was supposed to be like a man just like a you know obviously like a psychotic from a very young age but in this one it felt like it it like a lot of the later films he's basically indestructible in i mean he dies in pretty much every single mm-hmm. halloween film and comes back in one way or another so yes he is supposed to have that in him in his character again kind of from all the other films even though this is supposed to be just a sequel to the original but I, I always I find it quite strange. I find it quite difficult. I get that in horror movies, the character always comes back one last time to like you mm. know attack someone. But someone who's been shot, like he's shot quite early in this film, mm. and it has absolutely no effect. Isn't he shot but at he, the gas station? Yeah. Uh, no, he's shot um, when she when Laurie sees him for the first time outside right. the babysitter's Ooh. house. Yeah, but there's no blood. There's no trail of blood that the police then follow. It's just like oh, he's shot. And it's as if it didn't hit him. He's shot in the head at the end of the film and then stabbed in the back while he's falling over from being shot. And he's been hit by a car going about 70 miles an yeah. hour <laughs> and, and in like, between. And none of this has any impact. Yeah. Like when he stood there at the end and the fire's about to happen, it, like he may as well have just woken up in the morning. Like there's no... Mm. And that all makes it harder for me to get invested because it's just like, well, what are the what are the stakes here? What are the, you know, What is it going to take... Mm to kill this guy or stop him it's the motive as well the motive it just the whole thing it, the fact that it's hard to know what his motive is or he seems to not really have one it just loses a bit of weight for me i also think there's an element i ollie you mentioned this earlier when you said when he burns to death at the end of the film and then you said supposedly burns to death at the end of the film because he's he's in fire and you see he's trapped in fire but you just know with the way this character's sort of developed throughout the years that he's probably still alive. Mm. Like, unless you physically just watch him burn to death for 10 minutes, as far as the franchise is concerned, he's probably escaped through a window. Mm. And hasn't he actually been decapitated before? <laughs> well, he was decapitated at the end of, I think, Halloween well, H2O. Well, explanation of that, that he'd planted somebody else. Like a in medic it, yeah, in an ambulance. In his costume. Right. I guess what a lot of people like about it, which is obviously not what you like about it, is that, there's obviously a big mystery which surrounds him that obviously this mask behind this mask is just effectively nothing but evil. Mm. 
I do like horror films and stories where there is some backstory and motive. Like I really like the whole thing around the killers in Scream, for example. I think that works really well. There's a lot of good examples of horror films where backstory is done well with these characters, which are evil. Yeah. But Halloween is different. It is one of those things where it's there's not a lot of explanation. It's effectively a bloke in a boiler suit with a mask on going around aimlessly murdering people. The only thing I might say about this one where it might give it its due a bit more is right that first scene in the film when he's in the mental institute and he's standing in his thing and they're talking to him and all the other characters are kind of getting worked up, Mm. more and more worked up, but he's sort of steadfast. There is a suggestion there that there's something more supernatural going on and maybe you can use that as an excuse later on in the film when, you know, he's basically indestructible. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. It, yeah, as I say, I do understand that this is exactly what I'm describing is one of the things that people like about it. But for me, I just didn't, mm. I, I just wasn't interested in him and, and, and less scared as a result. Would it have been better had he worn an Austin, pa- Austin Powers mask? <laughs> <laughs> now, that is a film that I would want to see. <laughs> Michael Myers dressed as Mike Myers. Yes. <laughs> Go around killing people. That's my Halloween costume sorted out. <sighs> Yeah, so I mean that was that's the 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 thing at the heart of the film that I struggled a bit with, and and just the the lack of logic generally, as I say, that they behave as though they know they're in a movie. Just things as well. I mean, this is a minor point, but like probably don't move him on Halloween. Probably don't move him to another prison on Halloween. And like if if one of the characters had sort of made a joke about that, then maybe I'd have been like, oh, okay, yeah, that you know that that's they've got to do that for the film, and you know I'll forgive them that. But the fact that no one mentions the fact. That this was a bad time to move yeah. him is like is a bit uh, a bit hard to forgive, and we've talked about him. But the the doctor character, what's his name, Doctor Sartain? Yeah, not great. No, not a great performance or character. It's quite a cliche character, wasn't he? And he also is very similar to the Doctor in um, in the original, isn't he? Yeah, but just like a bad version. But yeah. also, like Doctor Sartain is like driving Michael Myers over to like Laurie's house, being like, "Oh yeah, the long running like." battle of wits between these two it's like it's not long it's not long running it's one night oh yeah because yeah, of the, 40 years ago like getting rid of the I sequels like a bit in the car though when yeah the camera cuts down and his mask's no longer yeah. on the chair i was like oh shit something's gonna happen here i thought that was quite well done yeah there were moments there were yeah really. yeah so ollie at the beginning you said you wanted to revisit your score at the end yep. and see if it had changed what do you think um, after all of that chat I'm going to stick to my guns, I think, and I'm going to stick at 6.5. I was hoping there might be the opportunity for me to raise that score. Because, um, <laughs> I mean, you have got the opportunity to yeah. raise yeah, the score. Know, I'm just, giving you that opportunity, right? I, I've been torn between the 6 and 7, but I think, yeah, I'm going to stick to my guns. 6.5. I, like I like the fact you were torn between 6 and 7 all week, and then presumably at some point you had a light bulb moment and went 6.5. Yeah, we That's, do half marks yeah. on the show. <laughs> it was just nice to see, although it wasn't, the film I hoped for, it was nice to see a horror film done by people who clearly love the like original source material. Do you know what I mean? It, yeah. There was obviously a passion in that. It wasn't just rolled out. It was, there was a lot of thought behind yeah, it. That's it's true, just, yeah. unfortunately, the ex, and also there's so many horror films that's come out, which are just three out of tens. They're really not very good at all. And I was really hoping this one would excel further. Just, as I said, I was underwhelmed but I will stick to my 6.5. Yeah, I think my counter-argument to that is recently there's also been a spate of very good horror films yeah. 
which is why I've marked it down. Because had I, had I maybe seen this film five years ago, I maybe have, would have rated it higher. But recently, there's been good horror films, and mm. if you see good horror, even at the moment, watching the TV show, I know you've seen it, Ollie, Adam, you're not going to watch it, no. but the, <laughs> the Haunting of Hill House, and I've been watching that since I watched Halloween, and I just think there's a better quality of horror offering mm. out there than this film and so that, that's why i'm giving it 5.5 full kudos for the nods to the original yeah. films and as a slasher film pretty good but not not enough and it could have been worse as well but oh, it's, it's it's interesting actually on that point because um you mentioned uh, earlier already my girlfriend's brother who's um here at the moment he's like a massive horror fan like he's a bigger fan of horror than almost anyone i know is a fan of anything horror films to go to sleep yeah it's like where he's like oh just off to bed and he'll uh just turn on a horror film like that's like I'll, i might listen to a podcast to help me fall asleep true crime one <laughs> yeah. or you know some people like put on friends or something or the lion king uh he puts on a horror movie and I, like I'll, i like walk up the stairs to go to bed and on the other side of his bedroom door i can just hear like ah god he's just like (laughs) curled up snoring so he watches horror movies all the time and he was super excited for this and he was really disappointed i think and partly as you're saying dave because there's a lot of good horror out there now and he's watching a lot of good horror movies and he found this one quite underwhelming falling short of that yeah Mm. okay well what are we talking about on the podcast next time we've got quite a few lined up haven't we the next ep adam bo rap which is Bohemian Rhapsody. You are so cool. There are yeah. so many abbreviations in that sentence. The briefs. Uh, yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody, which is the new uh, biopic um, about Queen, and particularly Freddie Mercury. Mm. So we've got that to look forward to, haven't we? Yep. And coming up after that, Dave, we've got... I think Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them too. The Crimes of Grindelwald. <laughs> Did I get um, that right? I don't know if I pronounced his name right. I think that was the full title, yeah. <laughs> Grindelwald. Um, yeah, and plenty more. You want to do Mary Poppins Returns, Ollie? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I, I, He's been begging us all week <laughs> to watch Mary Poppins. No, it's, it's funny. We went to see Bohemian Rhapsody last night and uh, I think I lent over to you after the Mary Poppins trailer and said something like, well, I didn't want to see that, but after watching the trailer, I definitely don't want to see that. <laughs> but I still, I, as I was saying to you guys, I think it's important that we review a full range of films and as such, yeah, I think Mary Poppins would be a good one to do. It's important for the world that mm. we review Plus Mary it's Poppins. Much, much easier to, to drag the wags along too, isn't it, than uh, Halloween. Halloween. That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, our wives and girlfriends have, uh, have got a WhatsApp thread called Film Widows. <laughs> uh, maybe they should start they their actually? own podcast. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they should start their own podcast. Film widows. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for coming. I say thanks for coming. This is your flat, Ollie. But uh, thanks for coming on the podcast. And uh, yeah, don't get too scared on the drive home, Dave. Cool. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I wait. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye.
How does it feel with the uh, good equipment? Good. Feels like, yeah. You feel more I feel professional. Quite exclusive. Yeah, you sound good. Do I? Yeah. Oh, thanks. I was saying to Adam, oh, sorry, Dave before, David, sorry, uh, <laughs> that I need to make a subcon- uh, sorry, a conscious effort tonight not to say like. I notice in the <laughs> first say like I say like, like, like. I need, if I do say it, kick me. <laughs> Please kick, and you kick me. Yeah. Well, I mean, everyone says like, don't they? But, yeah, but you, I say you do lot. say it a lot. Yeah. I need to stop it. I, sound, I say yeah. really all the time. I say literally a lot as, li- literally a lot as well, which I don't like. <laughs> It was literally, yeah, literally yeah. the best performance I've ever seen from Ryan Gosling. Oh, that'd be good. Bit shortening, yeah. And that's Alakazam. 40, 40 odd minutes, forty-five. Good up. Yeah, it was good. I didn't say like. I don't think.